0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A, member FDIC. Off the
1: end of the bat into right center field. Granderson falls down and won't make the play. Eckstein will cruise around second and hold at second. With a double. <laughs> Extine flies one into left. Monroe is not going to get it. And the Cardinals lead it 5-4 here in the eighth inning of game four. For the first time since 1982, St. Louis has a World Series winner. And that happened on this date in 2006. The Cardinals wrapped up the 06 World Series Championship with Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carrick, and We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and to that World Series MVP, David Eckstein. Kind enough to join us. David, thanks so much for taking some time with us. Happy anniversary. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> doing great. Thanks, Randy. Thanks for having me.
1: Well... Let's start with this uh, because Michelle and I were both reviewing that World Series, and it's so fun to go back and say, "Oh yeah, that happened." What sticks out in your mind? What's your strongest memory of that that five game series?
0: Well, well, the biggest thing is like I don't think anyone could ever forget. um, I always go to the end. Adam Wainwright um, striking out Brendan Inge because that is the most memorable part because that meant we had won, and that was that was. Probably that's always the one that stuck in my head is the fact that when you sit there and play that long and then Adam striking out Brendan and we had won, that's the bit, that's the greatest memory I've had.
2: David, obviously you had a great World Series, you're the World Series MVP, but you didn't start out so hot. What was it uh, that clicked for you after the second game that allowed you to really blossom in that series?
0: Yeah, well, the thing about it was I thought I was hitting the ball pretty well. It was just right at people. And, and, and so it was one of those things that I did not get down or anything like that. And I even went what game three, went out 0 for 2. And then finally um, I had the ability to find some holes because some of those balls were not as well hit that I actually got hits on. And then, as we all know, um, Granderson falling down on the one play and stuff like that. So I had a little luck
1: as well and so did the team because you don't expect things like that you don't expect their pitchers to make five errors during the series yeah. it, it was kind of a, a weird series for detroit
0: it, it was it was one of those things that um it was like who which pitcher is going to make a mistake this time this this game for them it was it was crazy the fact that you know it really came into play And, you know everything what we're talking about today of getting rid of the dh and you understand i mean adding the dh you understand that aspect to the game, but I think it really gives an advantage to the National League Club within the World
1: Series. Does it make a difference when that happens a couple of times? Do you have to remind yes. each other, okay, even if you hit uh, 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 just a little worm burner, you be sure you bust it because you never know what's <laughs> going to happen with these pitchers.
0: Definitely by game four. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. It was one of those things like, and I think it kind of gets in the heads of the, of the other club's pitchers too. Like, okay, I don't want to be the guy that does that. And now all of a sudden you start thinking when the ball is coming to you and then that's never a good thing in the game.
2: David, you mentioned the final out. So you guys win the yeah. confetti is falling. What was yeah. going through your mind when they said you're the world series MVP? Was it something that you could process in the moment?
0: Definitely not. Definitely not. You can even see the photos. I was, like, looked like I was in a daze. Because um, you, you live your life in, in, in everything that whole year is geared up to win the World Series. And so you don't even process the fact that, okay, you've just been named the World Series MVP. And to be honest, you didn't really care. You know what I mean? It was one of those things that, you know, just so happy to win. Um, I always say this whenever I talk about this, Yadier Molina, what he did. Um, during that series I mean, hit over 400 but commanded our pitching staff you know what I mean he could have been named the World Series MVP. peace you don't really think about it now that I'm done playing <laughs> it's one of those things that every time you get introduced you get introduced as that now it actually it sunk in and, and it's definitely a great honor
2: and we all remember you standing there sitting on the the yellow Corvette <laughs> the so you got to give us an update where's the Corvette today
0: so so yes. So the Corvette is, as I think I've told us, it's it's actually black. They let me pick it out, um, and um, it's actually I gave it to my brother, so it's sitting in Georgia in his garage right now. So yes,
1: uh, has and it been driven much? Care of
0: it? Um, I think he might have passed ten thousand miles this year. Wow. <laughs> so no, it has not. It's been very, um, you know, well maintained. He is a car guy. He always liked cars and everything like that. I am the worst. Like I do as as you guys probably know my history of cars, like mm-hmm. they're not me. And so legitimately he's the one that can take care of it within the family and take and that's what he's done, yeah. And so yeah, it's still in pristine condition.
1: David X time with us on one oh one ESPN. I, I gotta ask this and I you might not know the answer, but when he takes that out and somebody says, Oh, what a cool car Does he say, yeah, my brother got that for being the World Series MVP?
0: Uh, Yeah, he does. When someone asks, and and, because, you know, Chevrolet gave me $5,000 to engrave the car as my own. And so I I was able to take the seats out and then put the World Series MVP into each seat. So when you look in the car, you'll see my my autograph with the World Series MVP logo. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, if you ever get into a family dispute, I think you have the upper hand saying, hey, remember the car? I I think
0: (laughs) we're going to have to defer to that. Exactly. Well, the thing about it was, um, you know, Rick meant so much to me in my career. You know, he actually was there, um, pushed me along the way, you know, helped me, especially with hitting. You know, he's one of the best hitting coaches in the game going right now. And so it's one of those things that that's what I had as a brother. And is if, when people look at my skill set, like how did he make it? It was because of him, so it was no problem to be able to say, "Hey, here's your present. Thank you for letting me achieve my dream."
1: David, next time with us on 101 ESPN David, you obviously won with the Angels in 02 and K-Rod had come up and been so dominant, yeah. but to have the group of relievers that you had, the, the kids like Wainwright and BT and Tyler Johnson and Josh Kinney yeah it, it, it was amazing to see those young kids step up under the highest pressure that they could ever pitch under
0: yeah, and, and I think that, that gives a great credit to Tony La because it was one of those things. When a young guy came into our clubhouse, and especially when you talk about, you know, we had the Chris Carpenters and, um, you know, Mulder, we had, we had veteran guys that kind of took them underneath their wings to make them feel like a major leaguer. Because, you know, back in the day, it was all oh, the, the young guy has to earn his stripes and we're going to treat him more That was not within our clubhouse. We, we treated him as as they are a St. Louis Cardinal, and we're going to need them um, if we're ever going to win. And yeah, they were able to step up and just. I mean, Josh Kenny's story—you know, independent league baseball coming out—and and so, and then as you guys know, Brad Thompson. You know, we just had guys that that you know you might not have heard their names. um, but in the end, they were able to definitely get you out. And then, you know, Adam Wainwright, no one had seen him. And the way they, they used Adam, you know, never pitching back-to-back days until the month of September. And when Israel House went down and he stepped into the closer role, you know, and that that is, that is pivotal to have a fresh, young arm that can throw the ball the way he can throw. And, like, you're talking about K-Rod with his slider. Well, Adam's curveball was devastating. Mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting because Brad and uh, Wayno have talked about how Izzy helped them, but they yeah. also because of what happened two years earlier. Can you tell us about what it was like when you guys were getting ready for the World Series and what Al- guys like Carpenter and Albert and Jimmy Edmonds and-, and Roland did to help you guys get through all of that? Well, not you, but uh, the, the young kids.
0: Well, yeah, because I think, you know, especially Albert and um, Scotty, they had they had something to prove. They had something to prove after the '04 4 World Series, you know, and people had questions like, you know, kind of like they're question Clayton Kershaw right now. And so there was something to prove to go out there that, no, these are who we are. We have great stats during the regular season. We can do it in the playoffs. And the biggest thing was just to relax and be able to be, play your game. And there was another unsung hero that I was actually able to, um, to be able to play with an O2 in, in St. Louis with Scott Spezio was on the club. And mm-hmm. Scott really knew how to make guys relax as well and just let them be themselves to be able to go out there and perform.
2: David, it's interesting that you say relax, go out there, be yourself. Because when we always think about a Tony Larusa clubhouse or a Tony Larusa team, we think about that intensity, that unrelenting yeah. intensity that's there all the time. So it's an interesting balance that those teams would strike of being able to maintain that ferocity and that intensity approaching the game, but also be able to relax.
0: Oh yeah, well the thing about it is the intense and that and that type of thing is relaxing, you know, because that means you're ready to play. And I think that's where people kind of get it wrong. Oh, you just got to have fun and stuff like that. There's an intensity that leads to comfort. And that comfort is the fact that you have trained so hard that you prepared yourself and you're ready for this moment. And when you get to that point and you play with a chip on your shoulder, and that's what Tony always stressed. And when you could get yourself that point um, quicker, um, that's when you are able to relax because now you're in your comfort zone because you know you're playing. When you get nervous and you start thinking, oh, my gosh, this, this, and this, that's only self-doubt. That's because you haven't trained hard enough to be able to be ready for the situation. That's something that Tony's always stressed. So, like, that intensity, and as you, I mean, legitimately, when you talk about, like, the final out, you can people can say you can see the relief that just comes off your face because you're so tight, you're so wound up. And that's when you're relaxed. It's it's an oxymoron, but that's the way it goes.
1: (laughs) And David, I I know that you feel this way and all of us here in St. Louis feel this way, but one of the great pleasures we get looking back at that World Series is that our friend, our late great friend, Chris Duncan, got to experience it.
0: Yes, yes. You know, that was probably, you know, to to see him and his father be able to be on the same bench and and have his dad watch him play and how, how much he really helped us you know, achieve the the championship. Um, Yeah, it's something that um, it's kind of when you take a step back now and look back, you know, um, and what he actually did for our club, to do it. And now that he has passed, I mean, is one of those things I, I was very fortunate to have the opportunity, um, last year when we stand up to cancer, I was able to write his name down and, um, yeah, it, you really, you know, <laughs> life is very short and it's, and, and it, and everything happens so fast. And, you know, it's one of those things that, You just uh, you just miss him and um, just know, you know, the fact that you had the opportunity to be with him and his father and enjoy that special moment was something I will always remember.
2: Yeah, we certainly miss Dunk. That's for sure. Well, David, we started the interview. You mentioned your memory that stands out above all from that World Series involves Adam Wainwright. So what's it like for you to still be watching Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina do what they're doing at this stage of their careers?
0: not so good because I'm working for the Pirates, but no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. I actually got to got to see Yachty um, when he, he came out in one of the games um, in Pittsburgh, and so he was walking through when he got hit on the wrist again late in the series. So I got to see him, you know, smile on his face, got to see Adam before a game. I mean, you just root for them. You always root for them. You, they they have a special bond. They're they're two of the greatest players to play um, the game, and, and what they've done, I mean... The question is, is: Is the sense of like I hope they never stop, because they they have the ability, and and I mean, it just changes the game. So I, I root for them all the time. They know that I love them. And I just hope they continue a long time, and, and as we all hope, just stay in a Cardinal uniform.
1: Well, David Eckstein, in the storied history of this franchise, you are one of our storied members and memories because of what happened 14 years ago today. Thanks so much for taking the time with us. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Stay safe, you and your family, and we'll talk soon.
0: Thank you very much. Appreciate it for having us. Have all a great day.
1: Right. You too. Take care. That is the great David Eckstein joining us on 101 ESPN.
2: He's great.
1: He's, you know what's interesting it is that uh, when he was introduced by Bud Selig mm-hmm. as the World Series MVP, David, Bud Selig said said David Eckstein, <laughs> and on the commemorative DVD they edited that part out.
2: Wow!
1: So they didn't. That Bud didn't mess up his name. That's pretty cool that he has engraved the seats though. Oh, World Series yeah. MVP.
2: What a gift! Though, wow. as he mentioned, you know, it, there's so many people that touch your career and that help you along the way. But what a special thing for him to be able to pay that back.
1: Yeah. And 10,000 miles now on the vehicle in 14 years incredible. Pretty awesome. That's Michelle. I'm Randy. Thanks to David Eckstein. By the way, later in the show, we are going to talk to Travis Ford at 815, the head coach of St. Louis Hughes basketball team, and Joe Buck getting ready for game six tonight down in Arlington, Texas. He will be with us at 930. Next up though, you, 65780 is the Air Comfort Service text line. If you'd like to weigh in with Take It or Leave It, we'd love to hear that. And we'd also like to hear where you were on this date in 2011. Tonight is the anniversary of David Freeze hitting that home run to win game 6. So, if you want to weigh in with where you were, give us a mic drop with the Rhino Shield mic drop feature on your free 101 ESPN app.